You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, at the very beginning of the Sundays of Ordinary Time, the prevalent theme in all our scripture readings and this Sunday is on the level of transformation that is taking place in our lives. On the first Sunday of ordinary time, at the baptism of the Lord, Jesus, who was a carpenter, was transformed into a prophet because the Father affirms his sonship. On the second Sunday, we have the miracle of water being transformed into wine. And the third and fourth Sunday, the gospel was about Jesus, who was that little village boy whom his town folks remember, but now a great prophet, a great teacher, and a miracle worker. Then on the fifth Sunday, if you still can remember, we spoke of the transformation of Isaiah, Peter and Paul, after their deep encounter with the Lord. And on the sixth Sunday, we have the Beatitudes, the reverser, the transformation of the values that the world speak about and what the gospel brings. And last Sunday, of course, it was the question of the radical response of Christian love. The hallmark of a Christian is forgiveness. And today, we crown all these themes of transformation before we enter into the season of land with the radical transformation that St. Paul speaks about in today's second reading. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, Christianity is fundamentally about transformation. Transformation of the individual, transformation of society, transformation of the world. And this transformation comes about through the grace of God when we encounter the risen Lord like Peter Paul did. It is truly the grace of God. And Jesus, of course, is the transformer. He's the one who changed water into wine. He's the one who transformed society by the beatitudes that he has given to us all. And most of all, he transformed this world by his forgiveness for his enemies. And finally, we are told the real transforming power is the spirit of the risen Lord at work in Christians. And yet it is good for us to recognize this fact that although transformation is a grace of God, yet different people have different response to the grace of God. For most of us, transformation is an ongoing process. Many of us might not have received the same grace as Peter, Paul, or Isaiah, who have a deep encounter with the Lord. But that does not mean to say that we have no experience of God 
All of us have experienced the grace of God in different ways at different levels. But all of us can be transformed provided we respond to the grace that we have received. Conversely, it does not mean that those who have deep encounters with God, conversion experiences, they are guaranteed of being saved. Even St. Paul himself, he had to struggle in his spiritual life. He has to continue to fight the battle. And that is why, my dear brothers and sisters, each one of us, we are called to cooperate with the grace of God so that our lives will be transformed more and more and gradually until that day, as St. Paul says, when this perishable nature has put on imperishability and when this mortal nature has put on immortality, then the words of Scripture will come true. Death is swallowed up in victory. There is an essential continuity between this life and the next. Even though there is a radical discontinuity when we are transfigured in the resurrection. Yet, my dear brothers and sisters, it is important for us, therefore, and this is what today's scripture reading is inviting us, to seriously examine our own transformation process. Especially for those of us who have been Catholics for so many years, or even priests and bishops, it is not how long we have been baptized. It is the quality of our Christian life. How we have been living the gospel. At the end of the day, it is not how long we are Catholics, but how well we have really lived that life of Christ. And that is why today the scripture readings invites us to examine how our lives have been transformed over all these years. Is there a real transformation or we are where we were or even become worse? And that is surprising eh? that there are many who became worse after getting baptized when they should become better. So what's the reason? And so how do we therefore examine ourselves? Today in the first, in the first reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus, we are told the way we examine ourselves is through the words, our speech. How do we speak to people? How, what kind of tone do we use? Clearly, the book of Sirach reminds us the test of a man in is in his conversation. The defects of a man appear in his talk. A man's words betray what he feels. And so, one way to ask ourselves is how sincere our words are. Is it just mere flattery? If it's flattery, then time will tell, time will reveal how insincere we are. And that is why it's good for us really to ask ourselves, how do we speak to people? How do we address our subordinates? How do we speak to our workers, our helpers? Do we use words of love, of charity? Do we use harsh tones? 
demeaning words that we shout and screamed at those people who make mistakes? If that is so, it reveals, therefore, we are far from what the Lord is asking of us. We still have much room to grow and much healing to take place. Because very often, you know, when we use harsh words, it reflects our own brokenness, our own woundedness. And we are just retaliating and taking it out on others. The other way, in the gospel, Jesus makes it clear, is by the fruits. And he said, no sound fruit produces rotten tree. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. What kind of fruits do we produce in life? What kind of deeds? And so it is important for us to examine ourselves that if we are truly growing in grace, then we need to produce fruits of love, fruits of service, of charity. These are important fruits that we are called to manifest. If we don't have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, as in Galatians chapter 5, love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, generosity, it shows we are not living the life of the Spirit. And there is also the third way of examining ourselves how much we have grown. It is the way we judge people. And Jesus said, Can one blind man guide another? How can you say to your brother, let me take out the splinter that is in your eye when you cannot see the plank in your own? How we judge others also reflects what is inside of us. If we are selfish, if we are narrow-minded, if we are self-righteous, if we are presumptuous, our judgment tends to be critical and negative. That is why how we look at people in the world shows us what kind of heart. A man of compassion, when he looks at the sins of others, he is full of forgiveness and understanding. Like Jesus always praying for the enemies, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they are doing. They won't condemn them. But no, in the world today, everybody is a saint. Everybody is a saint. They condemn everybody except themselves. But truly, the words we use makes it very clear comes from a mind that is uh, unenlightened, a heart without compassion. And so be careful how we judge people is the way we judge ourselves. And so my dear brothers and sisters, words, deeds, judgment, these three, we examine ourselves, how have we been transformed? And transformation, of course, my dear brothers and sisters, will take time. But it's a gradual dying to self. As a bishop, I keep asking myself every day, every day, examine my conscience. Have I become a better bishop today compared to yesterday? I'm not comparing myself to anyone. I don't because uh, there are people who are holier and I compare myself to what the Lord is asking of me. If I'm not growing in holiness, in patience, in compassion, in generosity, it means to say I have received the grace of God in vain. 
And that is why it's important, my dear brothers and sisters, that we continue to make use of this grace that the Lord has given to us. By examining ourselves and to see how we have grown in the fruits of the Spirit. But my dear friends, it is important for us to recognize that if we do not allow Christ to transform us, then ultimately we will bring about our annihilation. So that is a choice, actually. We want radical transformation, as what St. Paul tells us in today's uh, second reading. St. Paul says, Brothers, never give in, never admit defeat. Keep on working at the Lord's work always, knowing that in the Lord you cannot be laboring in vain. Do we give in? Those who give in will face radical annihilation. You look at the world today, the trends of the world. People are grabbing for powers, for control of other people's lives. Wars, all these, they come from the selfishness, the fears of man. Wanting to be better than others, wanting to control others, wanting to manipulate the lives of others. On the individual level, it is the same as well. Many of us, because of individualism, it is about ourselves. We don't think of the common good the future of humanity, the greater good of society. is about myself. Freedom. Today we say freedom, absolute freedom. I must be able to do what I like. This is none of your business. My dear brothers and sisters, we are living in this planet. We are all interdependent on each other. What we do will have impact on society. We cannot be living for ourselves. We are called to live for others. And so in Today's individualism and self-centeredness, this kind of attitude will bring about the destruction of families, of society. And we have to be very careful. And that is why, my dear brothers and sisters, those of us who only think about ourselves, that's why they fear death. Because they do not believe that there is a continuity. They think that after living all this after accumulating all the powers and all the wealth, they have to leave behind. Death for them is annihilation. And even those who have all these things, eventually they find life is empty. Life has no meaning, my dear brothers and sisters, unless we have a heart of love. It is love that actually makes us different and it is love that gives us joy, a man not capable of love is a very poor man, really poor, really poor. We feel sorry for these kind of people and we must pray for them. So my dear brothers and sisters, the choice is yours. You want to choose radical transformation or radical annihilation. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.